0: welcome back to another episode of everyone is stupid except us i am ross me too (laughs) (laughs) still funny And we got a couple of things to talk about this time around. A, a number of political things happened recently, so we're probably going to get pretty deep into the politics. There is the midterm elections down in the, that southern country so, south of Us, in fact called the Us, I believe is uh, the correct pronunciation of how yeah. their country is. So, no, it's pronounced and then, Usa. It is, Absolutely. Uh, and then speaking of their relationship to us, there's a stranglehold or a whole bunch of tariffs and whatnot that are changing constantly. And the the, every, a lot of things did change during those midterm. Mostly we're going to talk about
1: a bunch of things that we are, have no idea about, and we are so far in over our head about
0: that it's almost assuredly going to be wrong. And then just for a switch up, you're going to talk about electric cars for a little bit more. And I'm going to talk about video games. Those are two things that we kind of know stuff about. So let's first get all of the stuff that we don't know about out of the way. Starting with (sighs) one Donald uh gelonius Trump, <laughs> gelatinous, Trump. We'll, we'll, gelatinous we'll, Trump. Yeah, that's what the J stands for, isn't it? Donald J. Trump, gelatinous. Yep. Gelatinous. I think that's accurate. He went to France. uh oh, Are we talking about this not first? stopping in England? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go to this one first. Uh, then we'll go through the midterm elections and whatnot. So it was Memorial Day in the states. It was Remembrance Day in Canada, and they they had this kind of. It's it's been a hundred years since the end of World War One because it's the 18, I think, is when yeah. 1918 was when it ended. So they go over there for Memorial Day, and they have a big thing, and they're all over near Flanders Fields or one of the other big... uh, Because a lot of the wars all seem to be fought predominantly in France. I mean, France got a pretty raw deal in in the early 1900s, I feel. Everyone's like, oh, poor Germany and Austria trying to put themselves back like. Dude, you basically turned France into a muddy pit full of bullets and corpses. I don't think I've ever heard anybody
1: say, "Oh, poor Germany." I mean,
0: I I have heard things about their, their, they had their a, economic they, status. They had a were rough time, butcher. and admittedly, not, when not they everybody. Lost,
1: yeah, not everybody in the country was, you know, doing all the horrific things, but and it, it was it was a, it was a yeah. people led by a party, but also, I mean, come on. Germany ended up in a lot better situation eventually than a lot of the rest of of Europe did after that. I mean, England today is still suffering because they got all this antique infrastructure that... But Germany, it's like, oh, we might as well just build, See? we'll build all new
0: factories because all of
1: ours yeah, got bombed gotta, into the ground.
0: By the Russians, exactly. So what you got to do is you have a little, little war every now and then, get everything completely destroyed, mm-hmm. and then you start over. Yeah. So not to get all racist or anything, but Ger- Germans are known as a pretty industrious uh, race there. So they, you know, we had a little bit of a war. And then we said, all right, well, the guy in charge, he got shot in the head. So we'll just uh, continue and, and do better. And they came out of it doing pretty well for yeah. themselves after 30 or 40 Regardless, years.
1: Fast forward a hundred years and yeah. we had, there was a hundred year ceremony. It was a huge, solemn, very, I don't know what the word, not pre- prestigious, but you know, like you should be there to be respectful. It, and yeah. the, uh, I mean, how. The, the facts, the facts are these.
0: I the am facts at a loss for words as to how. All of the other world leaders made it to the ceremony. Yeah. Except one. Yeah. And that's, and that's the theory. Now, the facts also contain that there's excuses. His helicopter, it was raining or foggy, and so his helicopter couldn't make it. And then they said. Or He said, Well, I won't go because if I, I travel by a, car, because
1: I can't make a giant Donald Trump entrance because that's all he ever wants to do is make big hand waving entrances where he descends on his Valkyrie like helicopter. You know, <laughs> well,
0: okay, you've descended immediately into hyperbole. I was trying pound to pound in Wagner facts for a couple out of, the of speakers seconds. and. Uh, <laughs> Let me let me let me stick to a couple of facts. Uh, a couple of his claimed, excuses. He then claimed that his that his car and and traveling by car would have would have ruined traffic in Paris, and he wouldn't he wouldn't do that to the to the Paris people. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't inconvenience them. Mm-hmm. Now there's a lot to unpack there. There's a but lot to unpack. The, <clears throat> the point remains: he, every
1: other world leader was there. At, now, like, somehow, all of these excuses about, oh, my, my cotton candy hair is going to get wet if I have to come in in my helicopter, I'm in, you know, everybody else was but, there.
0: So here's the most interesting thing, is like, several hours later, he was at another ceremony where he showed cemetery. up late
1: and caused a disruption
0: oh but he was out there in the rain with his cotton candy hair and i think well okay so your head does not <laughs> melt because i think everyone assumed that that was the reason i think that was long so just, enough that he actually
1: had, was starting to get backlash for not being at the first one which is why he ended that, up going to the second one
0: or he's still a little pissed he, he probably has a bit of a chip on his shoulder about some of the things that macron has been saying about him, the french president so so it, it's well, he, okay, now we're, let's sway away. Let's, we're done with fact. Into hyperbole, he is an incredibly petty man.
1: He is the nation's oldest child president.
0: So. That pettiness is pretty much why he did nearly a hundred percent of what he did. Now mm-hmm. the funny thing is, is that the the French president came back and like threw shade at him in half of his speeches. I liked that. Where didn't the president? Didn't the president of France like show up at an American Veterans Day ceremony? Oh, who knows? A, a, a day later, later on that night or something like that, they all they all came out to, to 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 one over in the states just to say sort of, hey, look, it's bad weather, but we're here. And did you oh, see?
1: Like... Did you see the video of? Justin Trudeau that everybody was sending around saying, oh, look, he's totally throwing shade at Trump because he was saying things like, you know, yes, we're standing here at this ceremony. It's raining. We're all uncomfortable. Uh, But just think to the fact that, if the, a hundred years ago our men and, and women were dying here from bullets not from rain and everyone's like oh going to burn on trump it's like no that was from it's last not, year uh, that well, video yeah. is from last year of him saying basically call him saying that man up and be here kind of thing because yeah. you you have
0: you owe so much to these people so, who gave so much so again he's just an incredibly petulant Ugh, person geez. so speaking of his petulance Ugh. we've got the most recent uh but midterm. on elections. the on the
1: bright side he won the midterm election so he's not going
0: anywhere kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so my my 10 year old daughter was at she she said and there was there there was that election and i said yep and she and she wanted to know is trump out yet because <laughs> she she lives in a very liberal part of uh, this particular area that we know we're, you're we're, not we're right? all rather hippy dippy so so obviously she's getting a lot i mean i don't feed her a whole bunch of he's the worst man ever you know she always says things like do you like him and shouldn't he be cast out and i said well and i usually give her the same thing i said well you know the united states people have us have a, a a process of trying to do that if that's something that they choose to do so she says what happens is, is trump out and i said i'll give you the short story no and the short story i gave her was he yes you know, enough people got elected into a certain voting group that he as a president can no longer unilaterally push his agenda he has slightly less power than he had last week Uh that's that's you know from from a left-leaning hippy-dippy side of things that's probably the 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 best way of putting it Uh that i could think of because that's kind of what happened so he uh, yeah they didn't lose enough seats in the because there's the senate and then there's the House. And in the House, they did really well. And now they have a majority in the House. But the Senate, the Republicans still have the majority. I don't fully understand how it all quite works. But those are the basic numbers of it all. What The other thing I read was that, oh, this is good. Because even though he and or the Senate has the power to defund. This was the big worry that they're going to defund the Robert Mueller investigation. And specifically the Department of Justice investigation. Uh, situation because now that the the election is over, he finally felt free to fire Jeff Sessions, who was the attorney general, because you can't, because, I don't know, someone worried that doing that before the election meant that that would look bad. (laughs) But in the House, the House now has uh, the option to vote to, uh, I don't know if it was specific impeachment or vote, like the House can do something that is bad for him. And I don't think it was flat out impeachment. It was something to do with the investigation where they, the house, since it's democratically, uh, a majority of Democrats, they can, they can vote and say, yeah, okay, Trump bad. Let's, let's do a thing.
1: Well, what's going to happen is the same thing that happened in the last few years of uh, Obama's tenure as president, which was suddenly his, you know, suddenly the government under him is no longer entirely populated or major, majorly populated by his party which now means every decision that he will make is completely deadlocked, which basically shuts down the country.
0: Now, this happens in Canada. All the time. In... All I, the time. I would say every now and then. All it happens the t- in the UK Minority UK
1: governments. All the time. Minority governments here are constant because everybody, it depends on where you are in the nation, because if you only allowed Ontario West to vote, it would always be one party if you only let ontario east vote it would always be the other party there's an yeah. equal enough of a split that it really depends on how angry people in quebec are at the rest of canada <laughs> at any given time as to who is going to be in power and they often
0: get angry enough that they vote in the
1: quebec first party mm-hmm. they, or they, split, some, they split some version they'll of split that. the vote enough and basically you're left with this completely gutless toothless minority government where, for pettiness sake, the opposing party will just shut down any ideas, even good ones.
0: Now, in some of the recent British elections that I've paid attention to, they they have more than, like, three major parties. They've got, like, seven. Mm. And then a million tiny uh, diddly parties under that. And what I find the most interesting about the British elections is, <laughs> especially based on... So- the word, you know, the naughty word in the United States is socialism. <laughs> and it's all it's almost... A naughty word in Canada. People bring it up every now and then. It depends like, on oh, the oh, context in which it's or, used. S-. They say things like, "Oh, you're skirting socialism," because again, it's a naughty thing to be. it's, it's the worst thing in the world? Like, oh my god, because socialism is. I would say it's, to the to the to the average voter, it is the same word as communism. It's a marketing term,
1: exactly. Socialism, all so social programs. If you said social programs, it is an entirely different thing in the heads of the average Canadian voter than socialism because and it's, it's the exact same s- thing. It's the exact because, same thing. We because are... in the
0: in the UK, I was paying attention to a UK uh, election. This was way, you know, a, a number of years back when and the guys are up there and here's you know Captain Chumley is up there, you know, some, <laughs> some boring boring British name. I'm giving him a much more hi- hyperbolic name. But, and he was probably something like, you know, uh, Trevor Smith. And he's up there and he is the leader of the, the I mean literally he is the leader of the socialism Party yeah. and it's as nearly as big as like the liberals or the republicans. It's as though someone has a party as big as the republicans, and you're just called, Hey, we're for socialism, what up? and they get a third or a fifth of the vote. And sometimes, it's, oh, well, we better bring the socialists in because they'll help us form a minority government, blah blah blah. And there's all these things happen in the UK where uh, a party gets voted in and they said, Oh, well, we want to, we want to. Converge with another party, I forget what they called it And that will make us so that we have a majority And we can get a lot of stuff done Whereas when that was even contemplated in Canada A few years ago, they they said Oh, well, you know, why don't we just join these two parties And we can get a lot of stuff done The other party left out said That's unconstitutional, how dare you You know, no one voted for that They voted for something else No one would ever vote And I think the things that we freak out about in North America Are just commonplace in other, well, other country, one maybe more. I don't know. I don't follow the uh, upstanding politics of Pakistan. They may do the same thing. I mean, India. I don't know.
1: That's no different than anything enough. else. Britain's we...
0: close enough that I'm like, why is everyone freaking out about this over here and over there? They're just yeah, business as usual, whatever. Yeah, socialists want to join up with the neo. Uh, reformative uh, panda people and everyone's good with that <laughs> but we have the same thing here
1: between here in the states i mean we'll be talking about oh about our you know well it's provincial we don't I, I we don't really have a national healthcare system here but we have provincial healthcare systems and down there that's anathema down there if you if you suggested oh we're gonna have you know healthcare for all emergency and you know basically most you know uh Medical procedures that you require, they're free here. I mean, there's a little bit of a cost here and there. Sometimes some medications have a cost to them and stuff like that. But by and large, our healthcare is quote unquote free. Then the other argument they come back with, oh, well it's not really free because you guys pay high high taxes and it's like, well if you ever actually broke down the numbers, you, the United States actually pays plus or minus depending <laughs> on your income tax income tax bracket about 1% of the taxes that we pay because we're not funding a trillion dollar war machine. Mm. But, and also
0: if if you pay if if we pay 60 bucks to have free health care and you pay 55 bucks, yeah, you don't you're have as money, but if you get sick, you have to sell your house. <laughs> And live in a shopping cart. And that's is effectively what
1: happens. There. To be fair, that's kind of a it's kind of a uh, I don't know what the word would be, it's but an it's
0: extreme.
1: It, no, well, it, it's kind of a it's, mis- an extreme it's, argument, it's, it's a misconception that Canadians that a lot of Canadians have that you know it's like oh well you know Jim Bob had a heart attack and it's going to cost him a hundred thousand dollars. It's like well the thing is it, no, if you have a, that's not well if it can happen if you have a job in the U.S. you probably have health care because if you have a good job if you have a job in the U.S you probably have health care. This is why old people work at Walmart and McDonald's to get the minimum number of hours to continue to have health care. Health care is something that's provided with just about every job in the States.
0: So why? Because wh- I never understood this for years and years and years. The, uh, the uh, all of the anti-Obama guys, because they didn't like that he was in charge because they wanted their guy in charge. And they'd come out and they'd say, Obamacare is the worst thing ever. It's positively evil. The thing is, right anything you do
1: where you take something out of the hands of the quote-unquote free market and put it into the hands of government is going mm-hmm. to be trash and that's that's just how it is i
0: mean it's no different here except how they want that for the military oh 100 wants that for the media yeah. and just about everything it, else there's a difference between it's not them. that he wants the government in charge he wants himself in charge well yes and he
1: would the, the government wants to be in charge of everything of course but the people and especially you know the small government sort of people the 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 ancaps and stuff like that they want everything to be operated by the cold hand of the free market but you know i mean there's there's a there's a health the middle ground and i don't know that anybody has actually found it certainly canada hasn't because i mean our our government-run programs are better than some not as good as others but they're definitely not you know as efficient as they could be to provide the best value for the dollar well the thing is because what, what's no. that
0: quote oh there's there's a quote i forget who it's by but it's democracy isn't perfect but it's the best version of fairness mm-hmm. that we have yeah. and fairness in society that we have mm-hmm. and it's, it's no different than anything you're never
1: going to please everybody and it's never going to be i mean i just look at I, i've worked for the for, for the federal government in numerous jobs over my career and i mean it's a whole other world in there <laughs> of inefficiency and things happen there that are you know nice that when you're working there but you wouldn't have that level of slackness if you were being driven by somebody who was profit motivated mm-hmm. but regardless oh, yeah. we're kind of we're kind of 12 feet off the rails at this point but yeah the point we're is still that, kind of yeah the government about the state <laughs> the, the, the u.s government is uh hilarious and i look forward to seeing what happens when uh, somebody else replaces him in 20 20- Twenty Four? Is, is it? Yeah. Yeah, 2020 is the, is the next one. And he'll, he'll I, I, I'm i calling it now. I, I can't imagine he won't get in in it, 2020. It, it, I mean, it'll be like 52%.
0: It won't be a huge majority.
1: Well, it hasn't majority, been a huge are... majority for any government in the US. Now,
0: why it, is it so 50-50? There's 330 million people down there. How can it be equally split? I don't get that. It's, are there just the exact same amount of people living in cities as there are living in all the poop face nowhere towns?
1: It's hard to say. I wonder how much of it is because of that whole electoral college thing where individual there, individual there, yeah, votes I mean individual votes matter but not to who actually gets in what matters is who your state
0: or who your who your electoral district cuz Now that sounds like the best job in the world. I I want to be that person where you know you get you get paid to decide who your state votes for based on who they vote for. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, if you I, you look at people always say oh you know everybody every vote counts and it's like if you live in texas and you wanted to vote for barack obama you might as well have just flushed your head down
0: the toilet Mm -hmm. because your vote doesn't matter now did you read the other story this is the thing that's uh, coming up right now this is a a few days a number of days actually after the midterm elections it's nearly yeah it's over a week since the midterms at time of recording and they are still counting ballots in certain places, mm-hmm. especially in places where they do mail-in ballots, mm-hmm. and the thing with the mail-in ballots are they most of the mail-in ballots come from troops mm-hmm. overseas. Mm-hmm. So what has now happened? Yeah, would have is slid that- a lot further blue because of that. I bet. I do mean, geez, because the Republicans are saying, yeah, well, we won on election day, so screw everything. They basically want to throw out every other late counted ballot and mm-hmm. they're shouting at Florida. So they managed to get a court injunction or some sort of uh, some sort of deadline. The courts have issued a deadline that all the ballots need to be vote need to be counted by Thursday. Mm-hmm. Now, when what is the deadline for mail-in ballots from troops overseas is it thursday mm. no it's friday so their deadline is a day after the court injunction saying stop counting so if you can't get your mail-in ballot there in time <laughs> you're just sitting that's even worse than being in texas wanting to vote for barack obama i mean you're yeah. way outside of flushing your head down the toilet range you're like well pff, i might as well just fart in this p- piece of paper and bury it in the sand yeah for all the good that it's doing mm-hmm. and i can't feel like that's doing them many favors because you'd think a number of the people who you know basically have effectively signed up to put on a camo suit and go and shoot the darkies not to be too anti-military but there's probably at least six of those guys I, i i'm pretty confident in saying that that are over there for that one reason like oh camo suit and shoot the darkies i'm in then they're they might be a little disillusioned or maybe mad but i I don't know to,
1: to be fair though i mean i'm sure that they're very uh very happy based on the fact that they can now look to see exactly how much respect trump's has for them and their sacrifice with his uh showing at the uh the paris memorial now, day
0: let's say and this this is also a thing that's happening it, th- i think the thing that baffles me most is the blind following the just oh well anything that shows that he's not doing that that's just fake yeah. news and left leaning snowflakes oh, he's telling not, it you know, like it is, is. He's the best thing for this country, and you probably have a few rather conservative thinking military folk over in a base somewhere in you know off the coast of Indiana, an aircraft aircraft carrier not to give away their location or anything, but they're probably <laughs> gets bombed tomorrow I'm gonna feel terrible they're uh, <laughs> because of course this podcast goes up live and we have hundreds of thousands of listeners yep. Yeah. And, and making- we also have
1: specialized knowledge <laughs> of the troop deployments.
0: Well, that part I was glazing over, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah. Anyway, so they're out there and they're listening to it and they're saying, oh, well, okay, A, my vote doesn't count, that sucks a little, but the reason my vote doesn't count is that the very intelligent men in charge that are telling them like it is, they made sure that the Republican got voted in despite the fact that I couldn't get my, so that's good that he got in and I don't really care that my vote didn't count. I feel like that might be- I don't know the a positive outcome of this what i consider to be a rather heinous uh attack yeah. on the democracy themselves. like is there anyone sitting around you know in in their in their beautiful uh you know 19 40s townhouse having dinner on the good china tonight saying things i dare say deirdre it's a good thing that they changed that those electoral lines and the gerrymandering is working so that our vote counts more than those silly people down the street who cannot even afford brand new tap shoes for their daughters to go to ballet that's an Alabama accent, if you could yeah, Yes, say. it's, it's quiet, yes. Uh, mm. <laughs> I could switch it to Alabama, but it's, I feel that's even slightly more racist. Chesterfield, okay, funking so,
1: in the third.
0: Is, but is there anyone sitting around thinking, Whew, oh my goodness, these voting lines are so awesome, so that we can get more of these old white dudes in power? Yeah, old white dudes are thinking that. Well, those old white dudes, yeah, but it, uh, people who are not involved in politics, Other are they sitting around dudes. looking at these Other lines? Other rich
1: old white dudes think that, because they of course like few and it's it's uh, uh i just what was
0: that thing that used to happen i was reading about this uh before the civil war where uh plantation owners old white dudes who old white owned dudes. people yeah they they started being given a number of votes based on how many people they owned yeah so if you owned 11 people you got 12 votes you didn't have to go and ask those 11 people who they wanted to vote for. You just got 12 however you wanted it mm-hmm. because you owned them. Because
1: you were in charge of them. Correct.
0: And I feel like that's kind of where we're almost hmm. still—well, not we. Well, I mean, Canada, we— We are not perfect. We are in no way perfect. We still have our screwed up voting things. And even up here, even in Nova Scotia, they're trying to change the lines and oh, make sure that because there still are the parts of town that have the uh, (laughs) lower socioeconomic classes who might want to vote for the non-rich white guy party. And they do change the borders every now and then and they do little bits of this and that. I I feel like they're not doing quite as like what, what, what is the thing where some of the dudes down in the down in the states some of the stories that i was hearing where they they would put a voting a polling station in a place where there was no parking mm. and they would only have it during certain times of the, just underhanded mm-hmm. stuff to make sure that certain people wouldn't get an opportunity to vote just, and I'm, there's all kinds of dirty stuff
1: like that like and and, and oh it's just like th- things i've read before about there there's a, in a lot of cases um I'm not sure if this still happens, but it used to be that, uh, the people who were running a campaign for a particular candidate in an area could, would call up people, um, you know, during their, their polling or whatever, where they do phone polls. Oh, you know, just wondering, can we count on your vote today and whatever. And they would send cars for people who they thought were going to vote for them, which, you know, okay, that's fine. Whatever. It's, you're not Mm -hmm. like, you're not buying a vote. You're just trying to make it easier for someone like old people to get here to vote or whatever, particularly for your side. But if both sides are doing it, it should be the same. But then they would do things like they would call somebody, they find out they're voting for the other other person and then say they they're sending a car and then don't, or they'd say they're sending a car, send a car and they take them somewhere else. Or yeah, or tell them to vote
0: at the wrong place. That yeah. happened in Canada. Yeah that did happen that was maybe not, not not quite so recent well we haven't had a, a good old-fashioned federal election in a while <laughs> we should have one of those we, we're about due
1: yeah good, ca- captain hot socks there he probably needs a few more votes
0: yeah he needs. you know if you could stop jogging past weddings and photo bombing everybody yeah, and maybe with his shirt off some, uh, get get some elections <laughs> organized come on, Be- being on being
1: on the float in the
0: in the gay pride parades and whatever prime minister, prime minister justin timberlake has got to get out there and start to yeah. Organizing some of these elections that we are in so dire need of but yeah, it's things like that and they, they make they make my heart sink and I feel uh, just like there's no hope because it's it's the same thing as when, it's, it's the same thing as phone scams to me because it, uh, well, it technically is. When you call up someone and you say, hey, who are you voting? Are you going to support us? No, I like the Liberal Party. Like, oh, well, in that case, you want to go vote at Sam's Bait and Tackle Shop you know, down number tw- no, 270,000 Beach Lane. We're going to send a car send for you. Grandma He's going to drop you off in Tijuana. Exactly. And you send Grandma Fogarty way out in the middle of left field and she can't go in and vote for... The party of choice anymore. And so, but this is, you are on the phone and you are tricking people. Mm-hmm. You are lying to people and being dishonest. And I think, how do you go home at the end of the day and do that? It's these phone scam people, they got to go home to their family. No, how no, was work today? And he says, oh man. Did I ever uh, convince this, uh, you know, middle-aged man (laughs) that his niece was in jail in Jamaica, and he sent and he and he gave me up all of his credit card numbers, and I got fifty thousand bucks out of him. Woo! And I'm hoping his family gives him at least a stern glare for that, because how do you live with the the guilt that I suffer over the most mundane crap? So that when I hear of people doing things like this, like this kind of underhanded, malevolent, pretty much, activity, I I cannot conceive of it. I cannot conceive of the stomach and headache. Just the, I, I would curl up into a ball and shrink to the size of a raisin. I would be so compressed hmm. with guilt and anxiety over any kinds of these actions. I have quit jobs where... I had a job where I had to call about newspaper subscriptions, and I quit because I was like, mm, maybe this newspaper isn't any good. <laughs> Oh, on also, that note, I think we I need to bring my rage
1: down. So let's move on to something that isn't American politics, and then we'll come back. Right. And then later on, we'll come back to American politics.
0: For those of you who don't like American politics,
1: there's American
0: politics. And for those that don't
1: like American politics, you might have the wrong uh, <laughs> podcast because it so, seems like every episode.
0: Now, uh, the only other thing that happened in recent recent news, in fact, this happened just what like Monday, Monday afternoon. I uh, I was. For some reason, looking through my Twitter, which I never do, I I was apparently really bored, I was at a rehearsal, and I see Stan Lee dead at 95. I mean, 95, well done, up front, good job, sir, who cannot hear me right now, because, as we all know, he was a staunch listener. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's one of our,
1: one of our most...
0: devoted fans but um i was not a comic reader growing up i was a tertiary comic reader my friends had comics and i would occasionally pick one up i got really involved because a friend of mine was collecting all of the incredible hulk and i got really into the incredible hulk for a little while loved spider-man uh the animated series on tv Mm. really huge into the marvel movies and the marvel netflix shows so i'm really enjoying a lot of the media now wasn't really a huge comic person but i as a non-comic crazy dude I still appreciate that which Stanley brought there, and it, it it is it is a loss. You know his his imagination alone. I can appreciate that imagination. You know, I I think about the concept of what imagination can do a lot. This is, one of my trivia questions, when, when whenever something's not really uh, happening in a room, like socially, I always try to bring up a, an interesting question. So I, my question has always been, is there any fiction that has come up with a creature as imaginative as a spider? Like if you were to say, create an animal, just invent one, invent one out, out of the middle of nowhere. Can you ever come up with something as interesting or imaginative as a spider? Like if there were no spiders on Earth. And you try to describe one to somebody, they'd think that you were on drugs. So that I I I hold high imagination in high regard. And he he did that. He created some of the most incredible characters of character traits that you'd never think of were possible, that just had never really been done before. And he was he was responsible for so many of what, what you would call the greats. And the famous greats, even. I mean, there's not many people on Earth right now that, that would say who's Captain America or who's Iron Man, who's Spider-Man especially. Mm. So he had he has quite the legacy. And that could be one of these things that I explain to my grandchildren. You know, I was alive at the same time as Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> Stan Lee, you know, uh, Bill Gates. These, these are the famous people that have... Been around at the same time, you know. I, I would watch them live on the news. I would I would watch them doing things. And th- the one selfish thought that I got out of this entire thing was the next time I go see. A, uh, a marvel movie he's, he's probably going to be in the next couple but he, he always you know one of his deals with marvel was he gets to be in the movies the first time i see a marvel movie where he's not in it he doesn't get his cameo that's going to make me sad that's really going to give me pause
1: well you're you're in luck because he has enough cameos pre-green screened to pretty much finish out the uh the mcu is from from well that's just gonna be weird. Then. Yeah, that's gonna be super weird. And then after that, they'll probably just like
0: <laughs> you're like, didn't he die twelve just, years ago? They'll just, they'll on? just
1: carry Fisher him into into some movies after that.
0: Well, hopefully, the Carrie Fisher technology will a still be referred to as the Carrie Fisher technology, and b be a lot better than it currently is. Yeah. Even though I thought the Grand Moff Tarkin stuff was really good, side side swiping into uh, CGI and technology,
1: better better than most of what's come before. Better better than the uh, the Tron Legacy. Um, uh, Jeff Bridges stuff, and uh, <laughs> although the
0: Guardians, the Guardians of the Galaxy, young Kurt Russell, I thought was really well done. That was
1: pretty good. Uh, the young uh, Michael Douglas in Ant Man was very good. Mm, yep.
0: Anyway, I, I don't even. Remember
1: but those that. were so those were those weren't really like Carrie Fishering them into the movie. Those people were there. They just
0: digitally de-aged them, mm, which they were. Yeah. What what what's the word when you get all your blemishes taken off for the co- cover of Cosmo? They're
1: airbrushed. Kirsty
0: Allied? Yeah, Kirsty Allied. They were, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's, uh... Cause, were, were you a reader? Or mm. were you just, a, like, a media consumer? I mean, I watched the X-Men series in the 90s. Yeah, no, like, I, all the I little was, TV shows. I never read
1: comics after Archie. And, uh... <laughs> no, but, but like, for sure, like, the X-Men movies that were coming out. Um, the, 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 from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. Um... Uh, what other I mean I, the fantastic four movies which were terrible and then and then the fantastic <sighs> four but movies which were terrible I still love those characters terrible. if they
0: bring out more movies no matter how bad they are I will watch them mm-hmm.
1: well the I thing is the is now four. now Disney holding the Marvel property the thing was back in the day Marvel was having a real problem in the late 90s early 2000s. They were having real problems with money and that's why they started selling off all their characters and that's why you had Fox with the X-Men and you had Sony with Spider-Man. You had all these other companies that were mm-hmm. putting out all these movies and then when Marvel said, "You know what? Maybe we should try making some movies." And they made Iron Man and suddenly they were like this huge money printing machine. So then they were having to do things with like their with Iron Man and Thor and Captain America these were like tertiary characters I mean Captain America maybe less so but like Thor and Iron Man they're iconic now because of Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth
0: and their portrayal and the the writing and the the direction yeah, and yeah, but, but I think they didn't... were original members of the Avengers slash and they were pivotal and I think yes. the secret war back in the comics? I, 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 but again, this is more things that we don't know If you know weren't about. a
1: comic book reader as a kid, when we were kids, you never would have heard of most of these characters. Mm. I certainly had... I The only reason... I, I don't think I... I might have heard of Iron Man once before the, before the movie came out. And I think I knew who Thor was because at one point mom had bought me this like beginner's comic collection that you could order from like the Sears catalog or something. Oh that my God. It came, Why didn't you just
0: give you a bag of weed and some heroin? It came what with it, hell? it came
1: with all these like <laughs> late 90s. Here you go. It came with or, like these early 90s comics and <laughs> and it had the bags to put them in and then the box to keep all your comics in. And I like uh-huh. never bought any more comics after that, but I still have that
0: upstairs and one of them was a thor comic yeah, and probably i worth a penny or two and i didn't read I... any of those like like I said, I had a friend. He was big into the Incredible Hulk, and I was watching Spider Man on TV. So I learned about most of their mm-hmm. kind of round uh, roundabout characters mm-hmm. where Blade showed up. And then, of course, you and I we love the Blade movies. Oh yeah, they were good. Dear, they don't. They haven't I, aged well. I, no, in, <laughs> the car has been ridden, just lifted so much higher. A number of years ago, my my first ever roommate when I went to university, he was for some reason really into Doctor Strange. So I read Doctor Strange. Uh, comic one he had comic number like numbers one through 20 so i read the first 20 comics of dr strange and let me tell you they went from zero to a hundred fast it was here's dr strange and he's uh, the magician the the sorcerer supreme lives on earth and here he is in his house and oh my god another universe a parallel universe is invading and dr strange has got to stop that and i was reading it thinking yeah but down the street spider-man's like stopping dudes from robbing a bank mm-hmm and you're telling me that doctor strange is over here stopping the universe from melting into a big pot of custard because yep. that's what omega cron the the multiverse giant entity who is actually a gaseous cloud is trying to do with the power of his mind and i and I, I couldn't handle it i couldn't but, I mean, that's handle cool. the bad guys of dr strange but you see the
1: same thing now like you, you watch infinity war and you know there's dr strange and he's used to dealing with these like you know world universe time stopping universe ending entities and yeah. and then all yeah. of a sudden it's like oh hey here's spider-man fresh off a field trip and he's like a 10 <laughs> million miles Mungers. he's 10 million miles over his head and now suddenly yep. he's in space and yeah. I mean that
0: that's 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 kind of fun, mm-hmm. but I, I I suppose the so in these comics as they came along when when Iron Man first came out, I guess I didn't know so much about Iron Man. I'd heard of Thor mm-hmm. mostly because in reading uh, in reading the Incredible Hulk way back when I was a kid out of my friend's collection, the Incredible Hulk was all about strength so it was all about comparison and it was oh here's the extra special episode you know an issue where hulk fights he you know he fights the wolverine or he fights the thing and there was this huge thing where the hulk was always fighting the thing even though they're both good guys but they just <laughs> they have clashing personalities and then there was all oh the hulk finally fights thor i'm like who the hell's thor and you mm-hmm. kind of look it up from there so i i learned a lot just reading some of these other ones where i feel like when the avengers first started making movies and i thought oh yeah captain america One... I'd heard of Captain America because who hasn't heard of Captain America? He's a guy who holds a shield. And then when I watched the movie, I'm like, wait a minute, why is he in World War II? And I, hmm. and I said, oh, I get it, I get it, I get it. You know, he was such a, he was a character from so far back when that they had to do this and the whole freezing thing. And he would wake up in the night, of that man, okay, they had just had to do that. And someone said, no, 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 that's actually how they wrote him. He was literally frozen in the, in the ice mm-hmm. after the, after the war. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, because, okay. well, the same thing, they would
1: have had to do the same thing with, uh, with Iron Man. Because when Iron Man was written, um, you know, Tony Stark was taken by Middle Eastern uh, terrorists who wanted to him to build them weapons. Mm. But it was like, it was, Russian terrorists I think originally oh and, probably yeah, yeah. And it was just like it was a completely different political climate then and you know it was he had to escape from uh, from all these different people and and it was just a totally but different origin story
0: in so far as the first movie like the first Avengers I, I had heard of everybody that was coming along and then they throw in you know um, Black Widow and I thought who and Hawkeye I was gonna whatever and then when the Guardians of the Galaxy came out I thought oh this is neat and then I didn't even know until halfway through the movie I thought oh wait a minute This is actually in the Marvel Universe. Who are any of these people? And they they had had their own comics. But I think they were a bit newer than most of the others. Oh, I mean, and yeah, it, they
1: didn't date back to World War II, so
0: because it because it would have been cool because I I think the Fantastic Four were highly involved in the mm-hmm. Thanos fight. Yeah, maybe not so much the X Men, but uh, but I think the Fantastic Four were part of it. So I'm kind of excited to see them become part of the Marvel Universe. So I am I am excited to see how that's going to continue. And it's one of those things where I I don't think it's all going to run off the rails just because of the death of stan lee where i believe what he did was and i, I mean he i don't th- i don't think he's sitting there and you know on the 57th floor of the marvel building in downtown los angeles and someone comes and says, hey stan 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 hey stan 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 you listening stan stan i'm over here stan i'm thinking of writing a new story for for like and 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 spider-man goes to space, and Stanley just sit- stands there saying no no, that's not I, what yeah, I had. I'm pretty Spider-Man. sure I,
1: I wouldn't. I might be wrong in this, and I, I'm sure if somebody was a comic book uh, aficionado, they might shred me for this. But I don't think that Stan Lee had a lot of creative input in probably
0: the last 30 years. You know, it's. I think he had some. Sure, some, but he's he's not the driving force. No, I think it's pretty safe to say. Yeah, but we can definitely credit him. Oh, absolutely. And I am beyond impressed with what he has brought to the table over the years so every time i watch one of his cameos i think oh all the acting is so horrible (laughs) this is so horrible your hair looks gross. Your glasses are <laughs> stupid. But damn it, Stanley, you are just awesome in everything. He's. Just, I, just, I just love watching him in each of those roles. The first couple of times I saw the roles, I thought, who is this head? But I, I'd, I'd seen him in Mallrats mm-hmm. when he made his cameo in Mallrats. And even then, I thought, oh, the act. What are you doing? Oh, you are not an actor, sir. Please go get a better agent. <laughs> it was the one I saw on Reddit today. Someone was talking about Stanley dying. And they... Because someone had posted a picture of, um, it was these two, I think how it went was, oh, my, my grandma sent me this picture today where she heard it. She heard a guy at the table next to her at the diner talking about some two hundred million dollar deal. So she took an awkward selfie, so it got him in the photo and asked me who this is. <laughs> and it's a picture of Stan Lee just sitting in a sitting at a diner. And someone said, When was this taken? <laughs> and then someone said, Stan Lee has to make a cameo in all of our lives now. That's just part of his deal. So I replied to that and saying, I want his agent. Yep. So well done. I'd say I'd say he had a, a, a pretty decent legacy. And to the what was the other thing that someone was mentioning? He has been He got married to his current wife. They were married for 70 years. Mm. And I think he met her when, what was it? He, He met her one night and she was really sad about something. And they met either she had just broken up with her husband or she was on the outs with her husband. And they or and they were and they, they like met for a week and she went he took her to the to the courthouse and she got a divorce and then a week later they got married and they've been married for seventy years.
1: Yeah, that was uh that was a risky gamble. <laughs> not gonna
0: lie. <laughs> Baby, what up? I come up with comic book stories. Oh,
1: okay. Swoon
0: <laughs> Maybe not the best bet, but I'm sure yeah. it paid off quite Make well. Make
1: love life. to me, Stanley, please. <laughs>
0: Um, I, uh, moving on Yes. to one of the other quick things that I had. I, I had a recent foray. In fact, we're recording this a little late because our regular recording time came at hour thirty four one.
1: Yeah, something like that. A day a half
0: of my 36 hour video game marathon for a charity organization of Extra Life, which I believe we mentioned in the last episode. Yeah,
1: huh? that went successfully and i'm still alive Uh, yeah i had to make the executive decision on that to say let's postpone this because (laughs) it would have been an even worse train wreck
0: (laughs) well i'm glad because instead we played what was it we played um humans fall flat and that was a good time so i'm I'm glad we did that that's a good time and it was so some of the highlights of it were um our old friend matt from uh our, our days way back when in acadia he just kind of appeared out of Nearly nowhere, and he was like, "Hey, I'm available this week," and we're like, "Dude, you haven't <laughs> been all... available in 16 years." I'm all, so... dude. What are you doing in my
1: bathroom? Get out! I'm trying to pee.
0: <laughs> and so it was, it was kind of fun to to game catch up, catch up with Matt, and it was uh, really awesome to have to have you there as often as you were. Chose a bunch of multiplayer games that we could play together, and uh, Tom, same thing. So it's just good to have some uh, have some voices in my ear as I tried to do that for a whole 36 hours. Raising a bit of money for the local, local How much money towel. did you manage to make? None! I'm um, up to about 740 <laughs> Not that bad. Yeah, I did okay. did, did, did you set oh, any you silly goals this year? Um, no. No. No, no I didn't bother. <laughs> if I
1: made $800, I would have punched myself in the face. <laughs> I mean, I can still do that. Mm. I'll
0: I'll not, I'll, tu- I'll top you up. <laughs> All right then, get to her. Uh. <laughs> At uh, nine hundred and fifty dollars, I was going to call for the assassination of Stanley. So I'm glad you know there's a number of reasons why I'm glad I didn't reach that goal. That would have been a waste of money. Exactly. Yep. And that's how that one happens. Boo. So. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'm gonna what too soon? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> uh, too soon. <laughs> so hopefully I'm gonna do the same thing next year. It's it's something that I've come come to enjoy. And again, I I stand by my decision to not do because it's supposed to be a 24 hour marathon. And I said, you know what? After 24 hours, I'm like I could keep going. I could. And usually after the 24 hours, I will get up and I will go out drive. You know, do errands, do lots of other things. After 36 hours, actually, honestly, this past 36 hours, because I've kind of figured out how to how to live and how to consume things and how to keep myself on the on the cusp so i do get sleepy after a number of hours but i feel like had someone said hey you know want to go to a restaurant and go get some dinner i'd be like yeah sure let's go do that and i probably would have done it you need to make Thankfully, it 60 hours i went to bed yeah i might as well bump it up even more yeah you don't cuz you don't want to
1: make not... it you don't want to make it 48 <clears throat> because then you're going to bed like in in the middle of the first thing in the morning so you just go through another 12 hours to make it
0: 60 hours perfect you know you're right yeah there was a there was a youtube channel i watched one time to see how how long these two friends could keep each other awake and i think they made it to 72
1: yeah i think isn't it like 7
0: seven or eight days and you'll die neat i think it's well, something let's like not that. Do that no let's not do right. that. well i'll try not to do that 30 i'm, I'm good with 36 i'll probably hit there because I'm, I'm also getting older so 36 hours will probably start to get difficult i assume mm-hmm. one of these years and also the the other the other happy part of it is halfway through well not halfway through like maybe about three quarters of the way through. it was about uh, two three o'clock in the morning on the uh, on, o- overnight, I got an email, and it was from my. um, So I live I streamed this over on uh, Twitch, and it was from Twitch saying, "Hey, you've just uh, succeeded in all the all the things that you need to become an affiliate. So we'd like to sign you up for an affiliate. And we'll, you know, you can have a subscriber button, and people can pay you five dollars a month to come in and be a part of your subscriber thing." Blah 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 blah. And I'm sitting there three in the morning. I was tired. I was, like, What really <laughs> <laughs> now? <laughs> huh? <laughs> so. I finally got around to uh, to processing that. So now I have a cool little subscribe button. And if you if you happen to have Amazon Prime, Amazon uh, bought Twitch a number of years ago. So if you have an Amazon Prime, that means that you have a free Twitch subscription, which means that if you have Amazon Prime, you should toss your free Twitch subscription to twitch.tv/slash zig. and then I effectively make money off of two-thirds of your Amazon Prime subscription. <laughs> Uh, and then i can be famous and awesome well help help me be famous and awesome you'd be, you be famous not gonna what? make you be any more awesome the other weird thing is i i did a live stream just last night we're playing the usual games i do and usually it's just like me and nobody else but there were two people immediately like, oh cool what's going on is this is this what affiliate status gets me it gets me a little <laughs> higher up on the list or something it's, don't oh, pretend no, like you like me where were you 10 years ago <laughs> wow what's going on gotta
1: de-hipsterify you <laughs> I don't like me anymore. I like me before I was cool.
0: <laughs> I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Um, Do we want to talk about some more trade deals or? Well, nah, I think, crazy. I think,
1: yeah, I think we can abandon that. I mean, the, the, the crazy old America, basically it's that the U S has said nobody is allowed to deal with China or else they'll feel my orange faced wrath. And mm-hmm. Canada's all like, well, you know what? I really want to deal with China. And whatever. So, well, you know, it's the there's fa- a
0: lot of uh, there's a lot of bitching and moaning right now about how the fact that uh, Chinese and German, in fact, investors own most of the properties in Vancouver and Toronto. I and mean, so that's driving up all these housing costs. It is what it is. But I mean, you know comparatively what? Comparatively.
1: If nobody bought those, they'd all be worth nothing. And everybody like, hey, my property value keeps dropping because I live in Vancouver. Blah, 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 blah. I got to spray tan Malone. <laughs> Or do it orange make it look like the president exactly but uh no anyway when i mean he's popular it's just it, my, my the point was in that point was is is there a growing who cares what the states like it seems like people are starting to realize people people outside of the united states because the people who are who already realize this inside the states have always realized this but mm-hmm. and, and the people who don't realize this will never realize this but it yeah. seems like and and
0: that, I think, is what the world has recognized.
1: Yeah, the world has started to recognize that, you know, yes, they are an extremely powerful nation economically, resource-wise, militarily, but, I mean, they are why are hugely we...
0: hugely divisive
1: right now. Why are we and letting there's... them have a hand on the global wheel here when be to be the primary hand on the global wheel when clearly they don't even know how to keep their own house in order yeah, so i think there is it, there is a
0: cheaply bedazzled megaphone
1: in charge yeah, i mean as you were saying Just about, ab- crazy about the, the, the president of france um i mean you've been seeing um <laughs> i mean i know the queen is not really the leader of the uk <laughs> but i'm sure she doesn't think too much of this giant orange toddler.
0: Ah, but the sad part there is she won't say anything. Well, of because course it's because her she opinion can't opinion she... that I would love to hear. Uh, but she's far too proper. It is of our opinion.
1: I can see Lovely. her being really vocal on a lot of things if she ever were to abdicate the throne and she wasn't in that, th- that that singular position.
0: Do you know, there's some, not uh, Us Weekly or anything like that, but it's one of the sli- the lesser tabloid magazines, you know, not the National Enquirer. Somewhere in between Us Weekly and the National <laughs> Enquirer, there's one of those, and it was on the shelf the other day, and I saw it, and it said, The Queen is retiring. She is abdicating and giving the crown to Prince uh, William. And so the, this $100 million coronation ceremony is being planned. And I thought, how did I not hear about it? I'll have so to look into that it...
1: because the thing is that the Queen can't decide her successor. Yeah, her, I, I don't think you could just successor. do that. Charles is still going to, if, if she, you know, God forbid, God save the Queen. If she were to pass away now, it would go to Charles unless Charles decided to pass it he on. He doesn't want that. but
0: And you got to think that from his perspective, he's thinking to himself, hmm, because it probably, it, it may come close to bankrupt the country. If they have to print, they have to reprint all the money and it's got to be Charles money for like six months and then he'll croak. I wonder how that works be there William because money. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I assume the moment of her death, you gotta, you gotta,
1: but why? I mean, we, we have money here that is still in circulation that isn't the latest version of it. I mean,
0: who cares? Well, true. You but know, I think from the printing, I guess, I don't know, perspective, because I'm, I'm sure. Well, you, you you could look this up but the year that the king died and elizabeth was crowned i'm mm. fairly certain there isn't a coin with the king's head on it from that from the year no, after that no
1: it's just yeah it would just i think it would just be the
0: next yeah the just next the, the, the next 50s?
1: year they would just the next time that money is being run off they would just run off cuz i mean they do it every year for coins anyway i mean coins are run off every year
0: you don't you don't think that's a full time job you think you only work at the mint like during the summer like an apple picker or something like
1: that well but they only change out the the ble- <laughs> they only change out the stamps once a year the design yeah, on them man. They're, They're running money off constantly, money. yeah, but okay, but they only change the, the stamps out once a year.
0: But then one one day they go in unless they go you're in, in and Canada, they talk to Gregory and, in the basement.
1: Unless you're in Canada, and then you're you just make a new quarter every goddamn day, apparently. <laughs>
0: Here is the extra special version of the quarter, which celebrates the uh, Stanley Cup winning goal by Sidney Crosby in 2014. Yeah,
1: we used to have this pot machine. I wonder at, if I'm right about that. We, there was a pot machine that, that at a place <laughs> I used to work, and you'd put in a toonie, and it would, you would get back three quarters and change. And mm-hmm. we used to have this game to see if you who could get the most quarters back that were the same. And... <laughs> Like, I get what you're saying. Nobody yeah. ever got three that were the same out of that pop machine. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly,
0: it, the rare ones are the ones with the damn moose on yeah, it's it.
1: Like, oh, oh, caribou,
0: caribou, poppy.
1: Caribou, caribou, <laughs> breast cancer. Caribou, <laughs> Saskatchewan, poppy. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, hang on. Family, none of it, poppy.
0: Uh <laughs> That's such an awesome gambling game. They should make some of those slot machines. Yeah. Uh, uh. Slot machines. I'll, I'll bitch and moan about casinos at another time. <laughs> Put it on the list. Put, Put it on the list. It's in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's about it for us. us mostly complaining about uh, America and then also crediting <laughs> one of our favorite Americans for designing... The most awesome world slash universe slash fictional uh, cohesive togetherness which probably confuses everybody because nothing is canon but everything is canon and there's a bunch of dudes running around in fancy jumpsuits saving the world on a weekly basis from different things so you gotta wonder if someone drops the ball one week <laughs> five of you saved the world but one of you didn't so pff, tough darts yeah <laughs> world's boned anyway that's uh that's enough out of us so uh send us Send us an email, Sean and Ross at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Sean and Ross, and we'll be back in two weeks. And this is when the cool, funky music kicks in. You ever blow really hard into a microphone just to exhale air and then wonder or suddenly feel bad that everyone on the other end of the call, like, maybe smell all the awful things in your breath from the onions you ate? Well, no,
1: because I am a uh, sensible human being.